welcome back to A Beautiful Life. I am your host here again, Amanda. I am so excited to be here this Wednesday talking to you about CrossFit today. So, um, yeah, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into this um, because I haven't done a whole lot of fitness-based topics, and so I thought I would get into this one because it's been on my mind, so I figured I'd just go for it. So if you don't know what CrossFit is, it is basically a high-intensity form of exercise that incorporates elements of interval training, weightlifting, plyometrics, and occasionally HIT. So HIT is high-intensity high interval training. Basically, everything that they do is um, HIT-based. So these workouts are usually short but strenuous, and they are meant to build strength and stamina in the muscles improve agility and flexibility, burn calories fast, so it's often recommended for weight loss program, and improve mental health. They do have a nutrition side of CrossFit as well, which I'm going to talk about in the, you know, a little bit later, so that is also part of it. Um, most workouts that you do in CrossFit training also incorporate a lot of equipment, such as heavy weights, barbells, kettlebells, rowing machines, pull-up bars, etc., etc. There's a lot of stuff that they use. As usual for me, I always question why things have a cult following. If there's a cult following, if tons and tons of people are signing up for something and tons and tons of people are talking about it, it always piques my interest and makes me a little bit skeptical. And I always ask, can it really be as amazing and positive as everyone says? So my first thought is that no, there have to be negatives and I've got to find what those negatives are so that if I do come across someone who's absolutely in love with whatever I'm um, curious about, whatever I'm skeptical about, um, I can know the positives and the negatives and weigh them so that I can either recommend it or not recommend it. So anyway. Of course, in the process of researching and testing, I did uh, I did some of the workouts. I watched a lot of videos. I observed CrossFit professionals, what they do, all that kind of stuff. I'm a huge supporter of bodyweight workouts. The reason for that, and I believe I've talked briefly about it in the past, is because they are functional and useful in your everyday life. If you're using your body weight more than an actual weight, you're strengthening the big muscles, but also the smaller muscle groups, and it does contribute to flexibility. It's just a, a more practical, oftentimes a more effective way for increasing everything that CrossFit says that it increased. So stamina on the muscles, strength, agility, flexibility, all that stuff. Body weight will definitely and for always be my number one go-to workout that I would recommend for anybody, athletes, dancers, prenatal, postnatal, anybody, because they're so functionally effective for your whole body. So anyway, I do have a huge thing against equipment-based workouts. The reason why, and this does not include free weights, it doesn't include kettlebells, because I do love them, and I do use them a lot in my training with my clients. I'm talking about like equipment, like bikes, stationary bikes are fine, um, presses, leg presses, any kind of machine that you have to put your body in and move. The reason why I don't love them is because they are only strengthening a very small portion of the muscle group. 
They're not strengthening everything. You don't have the flexion and the extension. You have just flexion or just extension, and so there's not a balance. I know that CrossFit doesn't incorporate a lot of the regular gym equipment. However, it does incorporate some equipment. So you're still, even if you're using that equipment, you're still not getting the full strength of, the, of all the muscle fibers. So anyway, a little bit of a tangent there. I can talk about it in the future if that's something you guys are interested in, but I'm just not a big fan of equipment-based workouts. Free weights are fine. Kettlebells are great, but equipment not my favorite. <laughs> I guess the only piece of equipment that I've actually always loved is stationary biking. That's about it. All right. So with this perspective in mind, what I've just given you, my background, how I like to train, my training in functional fitness, I use functional fitness with all of my clients. This made me question CrossFit. So let's get into the positives and negatives. I'm going to combine them because I don't want to divide them up because they kind of go together. So the workouts do increase muscular endurance. Obviously, people get very strong very quick doing these. I particularly enjoy a good work, a good weight workout. I like heavyweight workouts. So that's a big support for me because occasionally I do love them. I love the feeling you get when you're lifting a big weight. Do I think that clean and presses are necessary for every workout? Absolutely not. In fact, they are extremely hard on the vertebrae, the shoulders, elbows, and wrists, especially for women who are genetically just, they just have shallower joints, which is why I'm not a huge bodybuilder fan, but that's a different topic for another time. I don't encourage bodybuilding. Um, I don't encourage heavy clean and presses. I just don't, it's not my favorite thing. I don't love barbells, let's just put it that way. So the workouts are short for CrossFit, which means that there's a lot pushed into a very short amount of time. So I think the shortest CrossFit workout is about 15 minutes, which is extremely short for a workout, okay? Especially a full body workout. Usually if you're doing a, an effective full body workout, you'd be exercising 45 minutes to an hour. And that's going to get all muscle groups. It's going to incorporate your flexibility, your warm-up, your cool-down, everything. So having 15 minutes of a workout that's supposed to be high-intensity and full-body, that's really concerning to me. So not only does this give you great cardio workout, but it also helps build endurance. I'm not going to deny that because it's true. However, it also increases your risk of injury. Anything that is rushed through or pushed into a very short period of time can increase room for error, whether it be in form or transitioning from one exercise to another. If you were to see these CrossFit training um, competitions, it's really, I mean, I can't watch them because I get so afraid that someone's going to hurt themselves. Basically, the transition from one exercise to another is so fast and the whole point of these competitions is to see how fast you can get through these workouts. I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> I am so not a supporter of that at all because the huge risk of injury is just not worth it to me. It's not worth it at all. Workouts should never, ever, 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 ever be rushed through or raced. I understand the whole competition aspect. I know it's fun to know that you can do things faster than somebody else. 
I get it. I do because I'm a very competitive person. And even though I'm saying this, would I try it? Sure. If I had been doing CrossFit for a while, yeah, I would try it. But as a functional fitness trainer, I do not support it because I know how the biomechanics of the body work. I know the anatomy. I know what's going on in the joints and the muscle fibers as you are racing through these workouts. I understand what's going on and it is not a good thing. So through my research, I found that the shoulder, back, knee, elbows, and wrist injuries are very common and pronounced for CrossFit participants. The fact that they tend to do three to five days of these CrossFit workouts also increases their risk even higher for these types of injuries. Notice I said all of the joints, except for the hips, shoulders, knees, elbows, and wrists, particularly the back. The back because you're lifting these, you're doing cleans and presses, you're doing, excuse me, heavy barbell lifting. If you're not protecting the back or if you're not being taught how to protect the back, then you are at higher risk of injuring the back, specifically the lower back, which is very, very tricky to work around because if you injure that lower back, you're not moving for a couple of days. So it's very important that you take these workouts slow. I I mean, that's all I can tell you. There's also an increased risk than traditional weightlifting because the high intensity and fast paced workouts are forcing you to lift these heavy weights quickly. So these types of workouts are absolutely not sustainable and the risk of injury is way too high for me to ever, ever recommend it. Unfortunately, the competition aspect of this type of training tends to push beginners beyond what they should be physically doing. So I've seen beginners to CrossFit and beginners meaning like if you've been in the CrossFit world for like a month, you're still considered a beginner because you're still learning the ins and outs of these particular workouts. So even beginners are trying to push without even thinking about modifying because you want to impress, you know, the people who are around you. I mean, there's always this perception that you should be doing exactly what this other person's doing. And CrossFit really pushes that competition aspect which can be really dangerous. So my solution there is modify anyway. It doesn't matter if you're new or you've only if you've been there for a month. If you've never done any high intensity workouts ever before, modify anyway. I don't care if you feel like you look weak. Um, your body is more important than what others might be thinking about you. And this is what I have just observed. Who knows if this is actually true, but this happens in the gym as well. I mean, you go to the gym, you see all these people pushing these machines, doing these machines with heavy weights. They're pressing these, you know, like 200 pounds. I mean, you want to keep up with these people. You don't want to look weak next to them, right? So the competition aspect is in everybody's life. doesn't matter if you're doing CrossFit or you're just going to the gym. It's really important that you just listen to your body. And it doesn't matter what other people are thinking. It matters that you're taking care of your body and you're not pushing it to the point of injury. So anyway, moving forward, there's also too much cardio. It's, it exists. 
Too much cardio can be very hard on the heart. Cardio workouts should be limited to a maximum of three days a week. I never recommend anything beyond three because you really need time to rest. Your heart can't be beating that fast all the time. So not everyone should be doing CrossFit either. This is something that is really important. I get really frustrated when I see people who absolutely should not be doing CrossFit doing it anyway. Um, I'm particularly wanting to highlight children under the age of 18, people with heart issues, some people with lung issues, especially blood pressure fluctuations. So any kind of heart problems that causes blood pressure fluctuations or um, heart palpitations, anything like that, and then pregnant women. Now, this is definitely a topic I want to get into in a little bit more detail because I do work with prenatal clients and I do work with postnatal clients and I have addressed pregnant women in the past, both on my Instagram and I believe briefly on the podcast, but pregnant women should never ever be doing the things that they are doing. There's a difference between being a woman and being able to keep up, which is fantastic. I'm all for that. Women can do a whole heck of a lot, and that's amazing. However, they shouldn't be doing the intense workouts that are required for CrossFit because they are literally stealing blood supply away from their trunk, which includes the baby in the womb. To lift weights, run, or perform any intense exercises, blood flow actually travels from the trunk to the limbs in order to perform the movement. It's the same thing as fight or flight. So you guys will remember when we've talked about stress response, the stress response that happens in your brain, the fight or flight, you have to get out of that situation fast in order to survive. The same thing happens when you're physically active, when you're doing these high intensity workouts. So that's something that pregnant women really need to remember about themselves is that taking that blood flow away from the growing baby, it can be very detrimental. So again, I want to get more into detail on this particular topic in the future because I feel like it's very important and women are fantastic and pregnant women should never be treated like glass, but there are limits to what they can do. Backtracking here, children need to be very careful because their growth plates are still growing and moving into place and so they are especially at risk of injury. And if they do intense things like CrossFit, it can actually damage the growth plates, which is not good. It's not a good thing. So any children under the age of 18 really should not be participating in any CrossFit training. And then people with heart and lung issues need to be careful because a lot of these types of people shouldn't be doing certain equipment um, workouts. So people with heart issues, like I said, blood pressure issues, um, any heart palpitations, things like that, it's important that they remember that there are limits to what they themselves can do as well. And even equipment at gyms is off limits to certain people because it can put pressure on the arteries, the heart, and the head, and that can cause serious damage. So it's important to really get a doctor's note if you are struggling with something like that. Um, and the whole idea that CrossFit is for everybody is absolutely untrue. So keep that in mind. <laughs> Agility is also one of the huge positives of CrossFit. There's really no question about it. Um, if you are looking for agility, I just recommend that all of the dancers that want to be a part of it, because I have seen dancers try CrossFit out and athletes and anyone with delicate joints that they be very careful. 
um, because it's a lot of jumping and it puts a lot of pressure on the joints and it's important to modify when needed, you know. And stretching is great. I mean, they do say that flexibility is a huge part of CrossFit. I didn't see much evidence toward this because there's a lack of joint ROM focus, which is range of motion. And most of your flexibility comes from your joints. So I didn't see a whole lot of evidence that that was happening, that there was a focus on that at all. So I don't know, maybe flexibility does come with CrossFit training. Who knows? I didn't see anything pointing toward that in particular. So that's probably the most, um, the least effective training portion of CrossFit, I think, is the flexibility. Stretch all you want. You're not going to see any difference until you get the ROM of your joints really at optimal condition. As far as the weight loss benefits go, I'm not totally convinced that this type of workout is best for someone wanting to lose weight effectively, especially obese individuals. As long as they build in more strength training and they cut out more of the cardio, I can see it, that it would work. But CrossFit tends to be more cardio work because you're, you're going through the strength training so quickly the cardio kind of overpowers the strength training in a way. Um, I could be totally wrong. Who knows? I've never gone through an actual full CrossFit training class, so I can't say for certain. But for weight loss individuals, people looking for effective weight loss, it would be much more beneficial for them to do slow, controlled strength training techniques that build muscle faster by engaging all of the muscle fibers. So the CrossFit stuff that they're doing, they're going through it so quickly, they're only getting certain muscle fibers and muscle groups, and they're not engaging all the muscle fibers to build muscle faster. The best way to lose weight is to build muscle because it's going to increase metabolism, which is going to help you burn calories. Cardio is not really going to do a whole lot. It is important. I'm not going to downplay how important cardio is. However, strength training is the number one way to lose weight effectively, and it's through slow, controlled training techniques. I've seen much, much more benefit from that than something like CrossFit. So back to the nutrition, I don't 100% agree with CrossFit nutrition planning as it is way too focused on a one-size-fits-all approach. You guys know that this never actually works. It almost never works. I mean, sometimes it does, but it almost never works. These one-size approach, one-size-fits-all approaches to nutrition and weight loss and fitness, they're bullcrap. I mean, they're really, they don't work, okay? Nutrisystem, Adkins, name a weight loss program. They're not sustainable. They're one-size-fits-all. They do not work long-term, Okay. We've talked about this in the past. You guys can go look at my weight loss focused podcast episodes if you want to learn more, but I mean, it just, it's not, it's not going to work. So we've talked before about gluten-free and grain-free diets specifically and how they can be detrimental long-term because they, they can lead to malnutrition, malabsorption, that kind of stuff. Okay guys. So unfortunately my microphone died, so the sound might be a little bit different in the second half. 
But anyway, we're talking about gluten-free and grain-free diets, how they can be detrimental long-term because of the malnutrition and malabsorption issues. Cutting out sugar is simply impossible and also unsustainable. However, I do support cutting out processed forms. Processed forms of anything should be cut out in general because they're processed. They're going to contain more harm than good as far as ingredients go, but natural sugars are absolutely not a problem. So I'm very outspoken about how much I hate gluten-free and paleo diets. So this is a huge no for me. Um, CrossFit is really focused on paleo. In fact, they're so focused on cutting out sugar that they cut out a lot of fruits, which I really don't think is necessary. It's just crazy. I do agree with their anti-inflammatory approach because you know that the participants are most definitely dealing with a lot of inflammation coming from their workouts. The high intensity is raising inflammation levels very high throughout the body and if it's not tended to, it can actually turn into a chronic issue. So it's important to keep those inflammation levels down. So moving forward again, their big focus is on building muscle and, quote, torching calories. So did you know that some of the best ways to effectively burn calories is by, one, increasing metabolism through specialized nutrition, two, strength training using body weight and free weights, and three, bicycling both stationary and non-stationary biking. I always tell people who want to burn calories that they need to restore healthy gut function and metabolism through nutrition training to not only burn calories during a workout or whenever they're active, but also when they are just sitting still because more muscle means more calories burnt even when you're not moving at all. So getting your metabolism up, your gut function back to normal is going to help you burn calories no matter what you are doing, and it's going to make them burn faster when you're active. Now, this one's a little bit um, touchy. It is definitely more of a dangerous side of CrossFit. There is an increased risk of rhabdomyolysis, which is when too much muscle tissue is broken down, it triggers the release of myoglobin. Myoglobin is the byproduct of muscle fibers, and when it is too prominent in the blood, it can become toxic, and it can lead to electrolyte imbalance, kidney issues, extreme pain, weakness, and swelling. Basically, your kidneys will start to shut down. This is a very serious condition that can be fatal and has been seen more often in people who are diehard CrossFit participants or anyone who is really, really diehard any kind of high-intensity workout person. Um, it doesn't have to be just CrossFit. It's any kind of high-intensity workouts that they're doing more than the, uh, the recommended amount per week. So it's really important that you be extra careful how far you're pushing your body and how quickly you're pushing your body to move um, or how quickly you're pushing your body to get to the point that other people are, to an advanced level. Finally, I know that most people who are part of the CrossFit family are there for the community support and meeting new friends. That's probably the number one reason why I think it's so popular. Um, having any kind of group workout is really great because the camaraderie makes working out so much more pleasant, but also having a healthy form of competition keeps you motivated. So, I mean, CrossFit is really, really family and friend focused. So I totally get that part of it. 
And if it's friends and relationships that you're looking for, then just make sure that you're listening to your body and its needs. That's all I have to say. Nutritionally, you could probably do better than their program, which I'm going to unashamedly fit my program in here. So LaBelle V Fitness and Dance, the company that I work for and run, we create nutrition protocols that are specific to your own health issues. So if you're going through a nutrition protocol that is specifically for anti-inflammatory or specifically for hormone balancing or gut gut balancing, those protocols, being on those protocols is probably going to make your CrossFit workouts way more effective and way more fun. Just saying. So you might want to check that out. With the risk of injury so high, really take your time, modify where you're needed. Don't worry about what people think. Um, Make sure you build in ROM, joint and balance focus training in between because that seems to be really lacking in these workouts and you really need to make sure your joints are taken care of, your flexibility is taken care of in an appropriate way and balance is hugely important for anybody, especially if as you're getting older. Because there's not enough individualized attention given to everybody, it is kind of boot camp form of workouts. It's extremely important to be careful of your proper form. Oftentimes the injuries that do occur in any kind of group format, but specifically in CrossFit, is the improper training technique and improper form. There's only so much that CrossFit coaches can show you, especially if you're a beginner. So really pay attention and see if you can get someone to work with you one-on-one Um, so that you can have proper form training. Um, The training technique is really lacking with big groups like that. Speaking from experience and a coach myself, it's really hard to get everyone on the same page when you're in a group form. So just wanted to let you know, just make sure you modify when needed. These CrossFit coaches aren't able to fix everyone, so it makes things a lot more risky for newbies. So to end things out, I know I'm not the biggest fan of this type of workout, but I think there are quite a few positives, but there are some negatives that you really need to make sure you are aware of before you start a program like this. Everyone should really do what makes them happy and motivates them to stay stronger. Would I recommend this to any of my clients or potential clients to participate in CrossFit? Um, Probably not. No, I wouldn't. Um, Never have. But it is, if it's a curiosity thing, if it's something that they want to try, I say go for it. Um, It's pricey to be a part of. It's really pricey, guys. For a group-based workout, it's it's expensive. But maybe it's worth it for you if you just want to try it out. If you want to say you did it, go for it. Go for it. If it motivates you and makes you stronger, just do what makes you happy. So what are your thoughts? I'd love to hear and maybe learn a little bit of something if you have a different opinion, if you have different thoughts. I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at any time. You can send in audio messages here on the Anchor app or you can um, contact me via Instagram. Um, That's also a really awesome way to contact me. I post every day new reels and posts, so that's an excellent way to get in touch and learn a lot more. I talk about stuff here on the podcast, but I share a lot more on my Instagram and Facebook. So those are the places you want to go for daily updates. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this topic and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Until next time. Bye guys.